0: bit of a cliche, but understand that all marketing costs, even the marketing that you're doing yourself for your own business, understand how much marketing dollars you're investing per lead, and then understand how many of those leads are turning into sales.
1: Welcome to the business behind your business, conversations to help your business grow and thrive. Hi, I'm Paul Sweeney, founder of Credium Solutions, chartered accountants and certified business advisors, hosting the Business Behind Your Business. Welcome to the Business Behind Your Business, and today I'm joined by Phil Wendell, And Phil is the Managing Director of ClickClick Media. And If that name sounds familiar, we have spoken previously to his business partner and wife, Claire Wendell. So, Phil, it's good to have you on the show. Welcome.
0: Thank you so much, Paul, and thanks for having us. Um, Yes, I understand Claire did a podcast with you before and um, had a great time. So I'm looking forward to today.
1: Yeah, we can't let Claire have all of the fun. So uh, running a business here is supposed to involve some fun. So Phil, yeah, you've been working in this business for eleven years. So did did you start with Claire or?
0: Yeah, look, Claire started the business um, actually a couple of years before I did. Uh, we um, kind of made a family decision that we'd um, give it a, a good go, uh, which involved me coming on to assist Claire in delivering websites and uh, search engine optimization to the clients she was already running ads for. Um, and, yeah, that, that just started our journey down towards um, becoming a full-service agency.
1: Mm-hmm. So you, you're, you're a classic example of a, a small family business that has had a, a strategy and a drive to grow and you've, you've grown into quite a successful operation over time.
0: Yeah, being, being mindful of what um, our existing clients needed uh, finding gaps from our existing client base and expanding our services to meet those gaps um, has uh, enabled us to keep some um, long-term relationships that have been very uh, beneficial for our business and theirs. Mm.
1: And we were talking earlier and you mentioned how some of the clients that you started with as as really small organisations have grown over time and, and have even uh, now become listed companies. So that, that's got to be exciting.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Although, uh, you know, every year it's, um, you know, a, a new chance to prove you can be bigger and better than everyone else <laughs> with these clients. But um, yeah, the the length of the relationship we've had has definitely um, helped shape some um, longer term strategies that um, and experiments with marketing um, that would not be possible if you were working kind of on short engagement periods. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess the thing that's really going to be engaging for people listening today is most of them are here wanting to grow their business and wanting to find out what they could be doing. It. And we're, we're listening to a, an expert who's helped businesses grow to that to that level, that are growing through sales is the, the the key driver, you've got to increase your sales to grow your business, but how do you increase those sales? And this is where we come to talking about marketing and in particular uh, websites, but we're going to talk about one particular aspect of websites, which I think a lot of people don't really understand, and that's um, landing pages. Do you want to explain a bit more what they are?
0: Yeah, look, uh, landing pages um, were, uh, I guess, initially part of our tool set to be used as a low-cost alternative to test um, website elements. Website messaging and offers. Uh, we, predominantly, they were tied to some form of paid search advertising, um, and there would be a clear objective to the landing page. Um, as uh, As time has developed, uh, there has been a lot of information produced around landing pages um, about how they should be structured, um, what you should do to have the perfect landing page. But um, I believe that there's still a case for making uh, a decision whether you should do a landing page or send traffic to your website. Um, I think uh, to, instead of um, really going into that, I might just give some case examples maybe, like uh, say you're releasing um, a product in a new area, say you're Sydney-based and you're starting a company in Melbourne. Um, you don't want to just tack on Melbourne to your Sydney website because it's going to confuse all your visitors. So instead of investing in a new brand presence in Melbourne, instead of investing in a new website, you create a single-page website for Melbourne, pick your keywords, which, say, if you're a roofer in Melbourne, you would go roofer in uh, Croydon South, create a landing page for that, and test the market. Once you've tested that market, you can then get information back. How much did I invest in marketing this landing page? What were the results, how many leads did I get and what was the quality of the leads. Uh, from that information, then you can decide how much additional you want to invest in, you know, taking um, ad space in that particular region. Um, and likely, uh, likewise, when testing that region, you might want to test different offers, different promotions. Um, does that area, you, you know, is Sydney different to Melbourne? Does that area look for trusted and reliable roofers? Or does it look for roofers with senior discounts? Does it look for roofers offering, you know, same-day measuring quotes? Is there a service fee that people would accept to come out and quote? All these questions can be answered really quickly um, as opposed to developing all your brand assets, all your banners, all your content in, you know, even a five, six-page website and not knowing this information up front.
1: So it allows you to test ideas quickly, uh, test, test, the, test the market really quickly and get feedback.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's funny, we've even um, done an experiment where we ran a landing page and we just started taking elements out of the landing page. So originally we had headline, form, content, testimonials, offers, and we thought, well, what would happen if we removed everything but the headline and the form? In this particular case, the conversion rate stayed much the same, which was a surprise to all of us. But until you run these experiments, you're not really going to know. Yeah, and
1: do people get confused between what goes into, like, a landing page and a website? Is it part of the same structure or or are they separate?
0: Yeah, often people um, do get confused. Why would you send traffic to a, a landing page over a website? And when does a landing page actually become a website? So, uh, traditionally a landing page offers no additional navigation away from the primary action you want them to take, which could be click to call, fill in a form. <clears throat> I guess you could very easily turn a landing page into a three page microsite by adding two additional pages to it. I guess our term, um, landing page really encompasses anything we're doing away from the, um, the site. Uh, we've used landing pages where an international company has gifted an APAC region with a website that is completely impossible to work with. It has multiple IT stakeholders involved in making minor changes. So we would create another domain, uh, very similar, uh, either a .com.au or a variant, and put a two-page website on that that the marketing team can own. That we also call that a landing page. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess, I, I guess there's a, a number of different, even even top of funnel when you might be running a, a promotion, um, win this competition, and it just goes to a form. I guess we could call that a landing page as well. But uh, our internal kind of dialogue. Means anything that we're using for campaign activities that is not part of the main website. Yeah, so a really
1: focused strategy in terms of just narrowing down what you only want your visitor to do one thing on that web page or that landing page.
0: That's correct. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, that, and I guess that would be key around a particular sales campaign, or even even just trying to get engagement with people.
0: Yeah. Um, in the service industry, it works amazingly well, um, but there are <clears throat> ways to cross over into e-commerce or even B two B. You'll find B two B landing pages tend not to be as direct. They'll ask for um, a consultation, or offer a resource, or maybe um, offer a, a value exchange, email address, and an ebook. Uh, a service industry, you're probably going to want to go book a measure and quote, book a free site inspection. You know, get a quote today. Um, but it, and, and even still, on both of, of what I've said there, um, understanding what the business's um, key goals is as well.
1: Because I think we, I'm not sure if it came up in the conversation with play when we're talking about people designing websites. They're often not clear about what they want to do or what the purpose is and. I'm sort of thinking maybe a landing page is a good starting point for a new business.
0: Yeah, it, it could really be um, an easy point of entry um, to um, having clear-cut goals with what you your website's supposed to do. Um, different strengths within our business. Uh, I tend to look at a website from analytics to the front um, rather than even considering the design aspects or how how well it looks because, Honestly, if a website is is not a great website, it's going to come out in the numbers. Um, a landing page can consolidate your efforts. Uh, you only have to check one page on mobile. You only have to check, you know, one form's working, you know. And um, yeah, the, the speed that you can put one of these up is, is a lot faster. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, you know, knowing how long some businesses take to actually finalise a website, you lose a lot of time and momentum getting that, web, that landing page out there quickly. Um, you get immediate feedback pretty much that, that whether it's working or it's not uh, and whether once you get people to that landing page, is it the right content for them? If they're not engaging with your offer, then there's something wrong with the offer.
0: That's correct, yeah, and um, the more variants you remove... Um, the faster you can be statistically significant in your decision-making. So if um, you're sending people to a website where there's multiple actions or multiple qualification points for them to view, um, to get, say, uh, a a clear understanding, you might be looking at a 1,000 clicks or more to be in the realms of every element being statistically significant, on a landing page, if you if you go, my goal is, you know, 4% conversion rate, you probably only need 100 clicks before you go, this is getting to the point where it's not working.
1: Mm-hmm. But you can adjust that very quickly on that landing page.
0: Well, that's true, yeah. But um, the, I think some of the things that, in marketing um, that get overlooked is the, the cost of kind of deciding something doesn't work and then never re- revisiting it ever again which is why I kind of mentioned the statistical significance. So if you're going on 100 clicks, you could be running a campaign for a week, and on Friday afternoon you get three clicks, all three clicks inquire. And that's a 3% conversion rate, um, which is a good start. It's not brilliant. But if you cut the campaign on Thursday, you would have never known that, and then you would have changed your headline, changed your offer, given a discount. Um, All those decisions that you you can make – that aren't backed by the information or, or the correct data. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so would you have
0: you have possibly multiple landing
1: pages with similar versions of the of the same offer to do your testing? Like, maybe you are looking at different locations. Would that be something that you'd try?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, if you uh, if you had a a value on just acquiring a customer. Sorry, one sec. (coughs) If you had a value on just acquiring one customer um, and you knew that the customer lifetime value was going to be large, then the landing page might be around a very point of entry style service. Um, Like in the IT industry, I guess it might be a backup audit. Um, a low cost, but opens the door to a relationship. So you tend to build the landing page around that. Um, in uh, if you're servicing uh, in the service industry, you may want to um, pick if you uh, are doing a high end um, a high end service, you may want to pick a couple of of the more high um, high net worth suburbs in Sydney or Australia to test. Um, so, yeah, look, it comes back to briefing um, <laughs> what you I guess if you have an idea what might work, then going and developing a full marketing plan and a website for it might not be as effective as just trying a landing page and seeing how it goes. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. I, I guess that where comes back to the, the budget you've got for for your marketing. Um, that's one aspect to it, but I guess the other one is planning your actual business strategy about where where you what kind of customers you're looking to acquire. Because if you don't know, if you're not clear on that, it doesn't matter how many landing pages you, you put up there. Um, you yeah. you want to be more specific about who you're targeting.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And you you want to be um, uh, in in all due respect to all business owners, you want to be somewhat objective in what you want as well. So. I had um, someone who was a, a mortgage broker, they told me that they work wonderful, wonderfully well with, um, what do they call it, no-doc loans or low-doc yep. loans? Yeah, low-doc. And they, they can perform miracles. So we created a landing page specifically targeted to that and we um, ran the campaign. A couple of weeks later, I got the feedback, oh, my God, I can't believe how little documentation these people have. They're never <laughs> going to get loaned. <laughs> But because they based that this is a great target because they were able to help a, a couple of dozen people out, it probably wasn't, when you when you go to market with it, it wasn't the best idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you, it, it's not, I, I guess we sort of abdicate responsibility when it comes to marketing. We just say, oh, well, you're the website guy. You, you, you tell us what to do. But as, a, as an owner of a business, you've got to be responsible for your strategy and, and understand who you want to sell to, and, and what you want to sell to them. Otherwise, you're going to be wasting a lot of effort.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the the more the more you can get into planning a campaign, even if you know nothing about marketing. Um, understand who you want to talk to, where they live, are they married? Do they have kids? Uh, all that kind of persona building um, work can go hand-in-hand hand with, um, I guess, your web developer, what experiences they've had, uh, what they've seen work. Um, it's, it's never um, never as cut and dry as build the landing page and get leads. It, it really does come down to, you know, really planning it out and, you know, sticking it out and making informed decisions at the start and along the way. Mm.
1: Now you, you mentioned before the the bit about cancelling a, a strategy or pulling down a landing page too soon. Um, I, I guess anything you do with marketing, there's more than one aspect to it. So if you were just putting up a landing page by itself and, and you didn't get traffic, you you'd be uh, not doing yourself a favor by by doing that. You want to actually put some drive some traffic to it as, as well. Uh, and how how would you do that?
0: Predominantly, we, um, we have used landing pages in conjunction with paid search advertising, um, being mostly Google Ads. Um, now, this is because we're able to control exactly when the landing page gets triggered. However, we've had um, many uses for them as our company's developed into services um, to be click-through pages from emails, um, links in SMS campaigns... sorry um even we've had landing pages that we've added a couple of pages to and had them rank organically uh facebook ads as a destination for your facebook ads so yeah it's a it's a way of staying um relevant from the ad text that the people see or the advertisement that the user um sees to where they're going um the ad often is the first touchpoint of a landing page, though. So a landing page often has to match the ad very closely.
1: Mm-hmm. So, again, you still need to have a broader strategy when when you come to landing pages.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think one of the – when we were talking before uh, – before the show we, we talked about how um, the website or, or in particular landing pages as we're talking about isn't going to solve all of the marketing problems that a business has. Um, what's what's the step-by-step process that you recommend the business owners should take when they're looking at their marketing?
0: Yeah, look, I think no know, know your numbers, um bit of a cliche, but understand that all marketing costs even the marketing that you're doing yourself for your own business. Understand how much marketing dollars you're investing per lead and then understand how many of those leads are turning into sales. Understanding that can give you um, a, key, uh, a key understanding of where to go. Um, so if you are currently happy with your website, happy with the uh, marketing you're doing, and you just want more, that really could mean a full website redesign, paying someone to do content, design, uh, graphics, illustrations, purchasing stock photos, upgrading your website hosting, all of that costs money. However, before you go down that path, it may make sense, um, case by case, each situation is different, to test a market with a smaller budget first, understand what your cost per lead from that, Landing page, might be, and then take those learnings back to your your main campaign or your main website.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, one of the problems for us business owners is that we don't often like to listen to advice. Um, <laughs> we like to think we know our business well, and, and yeah, you know, we particularly when you've been involved in designing your web page, you get a bit proud yeah. of your, your your baby, but. Nobody likes being told they've got an ugly baby and sometimes you need to know that. So I know that we, when we did our website redesign, one of the big issues was when we get got traffic to our website, nothing was being converted and, and there were some fundamental problems there. Fortunately, we, we got some good advice and a, a good website design, a great website design, I must say. Um, but, uh, you yeah, certainly being more aware of what we're trying to get our customers to do when they go to our website makes a huge difference to to what you put up there.
0: Yeah absolutely absolutely and um, yeah it's it can develop everyone's marketing is going to develop over time um, and sticking with it not pulling out too early and not cancelling something or dropping it because you know you haven't let it have time to work or if if the numbers aren't statistically significant, if you're only running on small data sets, that's that's a big um, warning sign. I think, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to really um, it's hard to really give um around this. We may find a business in developing a relationship with a business owner. We may find that they're doing something and they haven't even told us that they're doing it and it's getting a great result and it could even be a way they're pitching people, it could be the way they present themselves, it could be any number of things. And we go, wow. well, if this is where you find your best leads, then that's where we should focus your marketing. <laughs> and if that involves a, a landing page to test it, to quantify it, then, you know, it just um, gives uh, the business owner a bit more confidence that they're on the right path.
1: So I think in summing it up, some of the key things are that landing pages really allow you to, to make quick quick testing of, of an idea or a concept or, or, a, or a pitch, and you can get pretty quick feedback on that. Um, but you do need to use your figures. You do need to get your analytics to understand what's going on. There's no point throwing content up there and just hoping that it comes through. If you, you need to actually see the figures, and there's plenty of data available Sometimes I think it's the case that we just don't understand what that data means. There's a lot of content. I know looking at my Google Analytics, I still can't comprehend what some of the terminology is. Uh, that's where getting some advice is key. Um,
0: yeah, absolutely, Paul. And I guess um, the first time we hired an accountant, I thought, um, oh, no, this is a waste of time after being in the business for a year. And the accountant goes, no, look, you're doing really well. I look at your numbers and you're going great. Now, uh, having an expert look at your numbers can give you a different perspective too yeah. um, on on where you're heading. But um, yeah, understanding understanding um, understanding that this as a tactic is available is the first point to thinking about this as a tactic when when you're developing your marketing plans.
1: Yeah, good. So uh, yeah, we need to get a plan in place, no matter how how big. But we need to have some decisions, um, commit to some actions, and, and use landing pages as a tool to, to test things uh, quickly but also in a more cost-effective way than maybe a full-blown website. But don't go it alone. Get some advice from somebody with a lot of experience and, and a good team behind them, and, and that's where um, organisations like yours, ClickClick so Click Media, um, can be really helpful. Um, so, so, Phil, if, if, if our listeners wanted to find out a bit more about what you do and how you can help them, what's the best way for them to contact you?
0: Yeah, look, um, visit our website, um, which is clickclick.media, um, or give us a call. Um, we're always happy to talk things through. And if you're uh, a local Hills District resident, um, we're just on Lexington, so feel free to drop in.
1: Great. Fantastic. And, and, and uh, I know you do some showcasing of some of the work that you've been doing on a regular basis, so that's up on social media. Uh, we'll put some links to that as well.
0: Yeah, actually... Funny. It maybe the not uh, not the most updated thing on our website, but at the top there's a a link called Design Browser. Yep. If you click click on that and then click on Landing Pages, you can actually see a wide selection of different landing pages we've created, and um, hopefully that gives you an idea of different um, different industries that they have worked for, um, and ways that we have been using them.
1: That's great. Thanks a lot for that, Phil. It's been a pleasure to talk to you.
0: Thanks, Paul. Uh Thanks for listening.
1: Do you have a question you'd like our team of experts to answer? If you do, send your question to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. To hear more from The Business Behind Your Business, don't forget to subscribe using your favorite podcast player, or you can visit the businessbehindyourbusiness.com website.